The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. Committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Monday the 29th of July. In your Squiz today, the doping scandal in Australian swimming, more violent protests in Hong Kong, taking on media giants and drunk seagulls. This is your Squiz today. What a week in swimming, Claire. The world champs were held in South Korea and last weekend we saw Aussie Mac Horton refuse to take the podium next to Chinese swimmer Sun Yang, Horton labelling Sun Yang a drug cheat. Now it's been revealed that 20-year-old Australian swimmer Shayna Black was sent home ahead of the start of the world champs as she tested positive to a banned substance at a training camp in Cairns late last month. Yeah, and last night we found out exactly what she had tested positive for and it's It's a drug called Legandrol. Her second sample had been processed and the results of that sent to her, it seems, on the 19th of July. So she's known for some time exactly what has been going on. Uh, Legandrol is a performance-enhancing drug that's associated with bodybuilding and the development of lean muscle mass, so particularly good for, for swimmers. She says that she did not take the substance knowingly. She believes that it might have come into contact contact with her when she was taking supplements and perhaps some of her supplements were contaminated. But there's a lot of questions about whether uh, she did it intentionally or not. So there's the issue, obviously, of the of the doping, but then also the issue of whether Swimming Australia covered it up for some time. Yeah, that's right. And Lee Russell, who's the CEO of Swimming Australia, uh, came into quite a bit of criticism yesterday. Uh, there were lots of journalists and lots of others saying that it was something that they should have pulled into the public light, particularly with those world championships on. And then in in retrospect, particularly with Mac Horton making that very big stand. Such a shame we're talking about this and not the great results the Aussie team have seen so far. We've broken world records. We've won 19 medals, five of them gold. But all of this obviously overtaken by this doping controversy. The manhunt has continued in the remote town of Gillam in Canada for those two teenagers suspected of killing couple Aussie Lucas Fowler and China Deese. Now the military's been flown in. Yeah, a couple of things happening there in that search. Homes and vacated buildings in and around that town of Gillam are being searched. Uh, There's some idea that perhaps they're holed up somewhere. But of course, the other um, scenario is that they've fled into the uh, very heavily wooded and swampy Mm. area that surrounds that. And that's why the Air Force have come to try and boost some efforts looking from above. It's pretty rough going on the ground actually getting through all of that. There are Images of polar bears. Oh, it's the wild. It's the wild north. It really is. Yeah. On Friday, we talked about the fact there'd be continuing protests in Hong Kong over the weekend and the possibility of China sending the army in. That didn't happen, but how did the protests play out? Yeah, the protests certainly transpired. It's the eighth consecutive weekend of big demonstrations. Uh, Police have been accused of um, brutality. They've fired tear gas and rubber bullets at protesters, particularly those that were trying to get into the Chinese government office in the city. And Yong Long is 
which was another focal point last weekend where those um, pro-China demonstrators who were thought to be Chinese triads beat protesters and other passers-by in a metro station was also a focal point on, on Saturday. So, so far the Hong Kong government haven't bought Chinese troops in, but it's certainly something that those close to it are watching. Uh, From Hong Kong protests to protests in Moscow, Russia. Yeah, a thousand people were arrested there. They were uh, demonstrating against the local election uh, authorities in Moscow from excluding opposition candidates from uh, a council election and it's been labelled one of the biggest police crackdowns in years in that city. Our politicians returning to Canberra today. News poll out this morning. Yeah, first one since the election. On a two-party preferred basis, the coalition is up to 53. Uh, Labor's on 47. Uh, That's a boost for Morrison. Also, his personal standings are doing quite well. He's considered uh, the better Prime Minister on 48 with Albanese on 31. We're ignoring the fact they got it wrong at the election. (laughs) <laughs> I think plenty of people would just want to move along on that one. Yeah, let's move along. Right. The first conviction has been overturned in the wake of the Lawyer X scandal due to a substantial miscarriage of justice. Quick reminder, Lawyer X saw Victorian police reveal that Nicola Gobbo, a lawyer who represented a number of gangland criminals, had been acting as a police informant. And there's now a Royal Commission looking into it and yeah, of course, some, yeah. some pretty unsavoury things for police and for Gobbo. And for others associated with that gangland period. Farouk Oman is someone who was jailed in connection with a, a pretty violent murder uh, of a gangland figure uh, back. Uh, he was jailed back in 2009. He's served about 12 years in prison and he's the first of what they think could be many um, criminals and suspected criminals who have been jailed um, to be uh, put through that um, process and have their convictions overturned in regard to Gobbo's role. Mm. Um, a report undertaken by our competition regulator, the ACCC, has made a number of what's been described as bold recommendations to address the dominance of big media platforms. We're talking the likes of Google and Facebook. It's really great on a Monday, isn't it, to get into the depths of a regulator report about competition and consumer protection. it interesting. <laughs> it is an interesting one <laughs> and it has been eagerly awaited, not just by uh, people who are concerned about privacy and, uh, but also, of course, by the uh, traditional media outlets who are increasingly concerned about those digital platforms um, becoming publishers basically and using their original content without them being paid for it. So that's what Rod Sims from the ACCC talked about on Friday. He wants clearer notifications uh, given to users when big tech wants to collect and use our data. That's one Mm. thing. Uh, He also has suggested a new code of conduct to regulate that relationship between those digital platforms and traditional media and also he suggested that the government up its game on privacy by reforming the laws there. So they're all recommendations. It's now up to the government to go over those and uh, come back to us with exactly what they're going to implement. Take what they will. I'm sure lots of people watching that with interest. Something much lighter, how about those drunk seagulls in the UK? 
Oh, the pictures look like something from a horror movie. What we're talking about, of course, with the very hot summer over in the UK and Europe is that seagulls apparently are diving into people's beer and uh, wine as they're having a drink outside the pubs and uh, becoming drunk and then they've been spotted vomiting and attacking people. Oh. It's just really quite terrifying. Yeah, well, they're, they're bad enough sober. Exactly. So. Oh, what's the song lyric today? Surely you can have some fun with that one. <laughs> the song lyric I've got is good old Fats Domino song, Ain't That a Shame. Uh, of course, there was a lot of talk yesterday about our embarrassment and the shame of a uh, positive drug yeah. test from one of our swimmers. And just finally, before we close, huge thanks to everyone who is striving for Squiz Heads status. That's how we affectionately refer to you at Squiz HQ when you sign up five or more people to the Squiz Today email. You have three more days left until the end of July, which is when our launch competition closes. It is if you want to get into the draw for some uh, good gift vouchers, try and get your Squiz Heads status up to referring successfully five people to sign up with us and you'll go into the draw for uh, one of 10 retail vouchers worth $100 each. You can check out how you're going with your your unique tracker in your Squiz Today email. That'll tell you where you're up to. Have a great Monday. Thanks for listening to the Squiz Today podcast and we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. Message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So, cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP.